Material Components, Season 2, Episode 22, The Harlot. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I'm your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Well, me, I can't speak for you guys, um, but I am very happy to be here. Me. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, right, well, no, I'm just kidding, of course. Hey, yeah, it was, Florian's dead now. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm Olivia, and I currently play Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I am playing uh, Shay, the wizard school dropout. Uh, I am Michael, and I am playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari, everyone's favorite mech pilot. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's episode, I will have to ask the same question I ask every time, as is my wont, Olivia, what happened last time? Uh, well, as we are wont to do, uh, it was a good word, so I had to also use it. Um, last episode had a lot of, uh, sort of plan and shenanigans. Um, we were recently recently got out of the comptroller uh, weather control or I'm so sorry the weather control station um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Esclipsis where we are doing our finder team biz um, <clears throat> we took uh, an unexpected guest with us uh, Kala who is one of the technicians uh, who was like please get me the hell out of here <laughs> I want to go outside <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. we just we were like, yeah, that's fair. Um, it was a bit of an exchange. There was a, a an agreement I, of you get me out of here and I will tell you everything that's been happening here. Exactly. Um, which she then did her, you know, did her very best to do. And we got the rundown on just, I mean, we knew this planet was super jacked up, but like, huh. Yeah. We're finding problems. What problems aren't there? Massive devastation from war, as far as you can tell, is the big one that's missing. That's true. And, like, famine and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The lack of bodily autonomy really helps with that. It's true. There, There is a, a, a war of sorts here on Asclepsis, and that is the war for the independent and uh, free thought of its citizens by the hands of the Fae. Yeah, but it couldn't be easier. That's the problem. It's so it's so convenient. It's so convenient. It really you. ramps up uh, efficiency and makes mm-hmm. for a very productive and very organized society where you can't control what you do. Control is overrated, in my opinion. Is it? Yes, because we're already <laughs> controlled by our fate. Anyways, oh, let's Jesus. continue this. Oh God. <laughs> Imagine all of this is happening in character. (laughs) It's it's weird and existential. Yeah. Um, But we as a group um, decided 
A, like that we need to figure out more of what is going on here, mm-hmm. and also B, uh, do something about it. And even though that's that's kind of counter to our mission, but um, Mr. Zinn told us to make good trouble, so oh, we gotta true. do what we gotta and do. It was determined that the the line of trouble that you're in on now might be detrimental to your well-being were it to be reported to your direct superior. Yeah. It's, I'm, you know, she might think, be our supervisor, but she's also trying to kill us, so. Yeah. We don't I mean, technically have to do what she says. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> I think one of the important things that we, we found out last time is just how much uh, we found out about like Aegis tech solutions and they're kind of like, That's- we are looking for their current secret moon base on this planet too. <laughs> and yeah. their sort of integration and in dealing with or potential dealing with the Fae. Yeah, it, yeah it's, so- it's, su- it's super, super weird that Aegis tech solutions known for their anti-fae technology would be on this of all planets so strange um strange in Um, particular you found some evidence specifically some testimony from kala that the head of agus tech solutions himself had come to eclipsis some cycles ago ah yes cromwell silvaro right his last name is silvaro okay yeah Mm -hmm. couldn't remember if it was like a set one of those like Ah, oh, this family is just attached. Um, I mean, he has a longer name, but that's the those are the big ones. <sighs> yeah, all these people and their fucking fancy ass long ass names. He is Ridiculous. an imperial noble, so I have hell? I have one name, and everyone knows who I am. I don't understand. <laughs> one name, like Madonna. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the problem, though, is because you only have one name, it's easily forgettable. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because <laughs> you can just throw out a random name and probably get one of them. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're meddling is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we decided that what better way to meddle than to start potentially an intercourt war on this planet. <laughs> we didn't start anything. <laughs> but not I yet. Mean, that's the thing. The court though, of right? mind started it. Yeah. Exacerbate, certainly. <laughs> But, like, that's the thing, though, is it is expected that they're always, like, trying to one-up one another. So I don't yeah. know how much it's really going to, like... It's it's true, and up. Shay found an, uh, an, encrypt- an encrypted, that was very hard to say, uh, message mm. um, when doing a little investigating into logging into the the planetary intranet... Um, that it seems to imply that the the uh, court of mind was being especially backstabby. Um, it specifically said that they are trying to sell out the other courts, if I'm remembering correctly. Perhaps to Cromwell Silvaro. Maybe. Mm. But so we um, decided to go to their... I don't know what's considered their courtly counterparts, the court of uh, body and Kala. I think Kala was the one who directed us. Kala or definitely did we just follow some told you how to find this place. Pixies. She did say you you wouldn't like what you found. <laughs> well, I she was wrong. Like <laughs> she was dead <laughs> wrong. Because what we found was the house of the unstoppable plague, mm-hmm. uh, a chop shop. 
and uh, body modding bar? Parlor? Parlor? It gives new meaning to the word body shop for sure. Yeah. Oh, this is what Um, I always thought body shop was. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're certainly working out some dents and fixing some cracks, that's for sure. Yeah. It just Uh, happens to be those cracks and dents are in the sapient genome. Yeah. How do I get a spoiler on just me (laughs) and, and like some underglow? Oh God! Give me some spinning rims. Yeah, require some fins and bioluminescence, but I think they can hook you up. Oh yeah, Sick. we all I saw need to a car now. I saw a car with a hollow paint job today, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. We went I want in, that. <laughs> but just like on you. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, we went in and asked. Um, I mean, we basically were just like, "Hey, we have some information." Do you want it? And um Yeah. And uh we're not subtle. The, no. Well, are we ever? I mean Faye that we spoke to was like, hey, give me a second. I have to go talk to my manager. And we are now to be meeting with the harlot of the court of mind. So one of the big six. Well, thankfully, um, at least you're assuming you are not meeting with the harlot of mind, all capital letters. Right. It's the harlot of the house Uns- that we're. Yes. The harlot of the unstoppable plague from right. the, yes. the, house, the court of body. Not right. Mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The house Words. and the court system of the Fae is a little dense with information and you're beginning yeah. to parse that a little more for, subtly now for such chaotic beings they have an awfully hierarch- hierarchical structure yes mm. and referring to them as chaotic beings is perhaps correct from a certain point of view but there's clearly I mean, like, a, like a like a like a like a physical body one. Sure. <laughs> That's <laughs> um anyway. We we the one the one thing we, we do know, not not to interrupt, but just specifically to point out that the harlots are the deal makers of their particular high courts. So well, correct. Good thing um, they're not trying to make a deal. Oh wait. Hmm. This I whole mean, planet is nothing that- but deals. I don't know that we're trying to make a deal, but that does not mean that a deal will not be made. It's true. So, You find yourselves now, Oracle Zero, in a private back room of the body shop. This enclave of the House of the Unstoppable Plague. One of the six houses of the Court of Body. Those fey who deal with the changing of one's physical form by means of surgery, gene therapy, other more intrusive means. Like a nose piercing? Like nose piercings, yes. Okay. Exactly like that. Albeit nose piercings that may or may not contain alien sentience. Don't they all? I want one of those... (laughs) Pretty sure they don't, but... (laughs) But leastways, you've been left to yourselves for the moment, 
as your attendant informed you that the harlot of the unstoppable plague will, will be with you directly. Yeah. At the moment, you are alone, seemingly unobserved, and you have some time to strategize. Good. In this brief moment of no fay. Now but soon there will should, be the most fay. Now should we have maybe strategized before coming here? Sure. Yeah, you Michael like edited it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Michael fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. I as the DM, your good and gracious golden god, am bequeathing unto you my players this time to perhaps speak Aww. of what you intend with this harlot of the unstoppable plague. You know how we'll treat this? That's it's like Ocean's us. Eleven. We're like we're talking about when we originally uh-huh. planned before we got into this shit. It's flashing yeah, back to that. It's mm. it's it'll, the Blades in the Dark flashback. Again. <laughs> yeah, it, we all will, take sick stress. Yeah, <laughs> it will cut to uh, us later, and it'll turn out that this is actually just a reconstruction of the House mm. of the Unstoppable mm. Plague that we were in the whole time. If you yeah, remember, sure. there is a mechanic to retroactively make certain information. This is true. true. And I have and good. Very and y- true. And y'all, actually. I have 21 XP, so. <laughs> Dog. Yeah. You Damn. If you want to, i stop you. Make it rain. Um, yeah. Are you doing that? Wait, to do, well, what are we, uh, what? <laughs> I'm not going to just throw out an XP willy-nilly. <laughs> to, to plan hey, beforehand. I spent the XP to say we planned beforehand, so there we go. We're good. Great. Yeah, yeah I think I think it's to imply that this next conversation we're happening happened not in the actual house oh, itself. I gotcha. Yes. And if that Sorry, is true, I, I, I would need an XP from all of you to have participated in this conversation. That sounds reasonable. Can't I just spend the four XP? <laughs> if you wanted to spend XP for others to uh, include them in this, then absolutely, I'll accept that. Yeah. If anyone's, if anyone doesn't want to. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. XP poor. I can I'll top you, I'll get off. you back later. <laughs> I'm XP poor and I won't get you back later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll let you ride in the mech. I already. <laughs> I, I know. My I know. Damn it. <laughs> Team thing. All right. I can't wait for Oswald's next uh, mech lesson. So, on the flight over here. A conversation about what you were trying to accomplish was had. Oh, you have such a nice DM. What um. was that? <laughs> Great. Okay, quick question. Uh, be- something maybe we should have thought of beforehand, but how do we know that spend- the next- I'm not spending any more XP. No, um. that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You can't we have a flashback it. and a flashback. Oh, God. Is this Enter the Dragon? Um... <laughs> The message that, uh, Shay, you received, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from the, uh, the vice chair, was it the vice chair of, uh, the House communications. of Communications? Uh, which one? Um, well, that's exactly my point. Because, depending on which one it is, that could be problematic for us, uh, individuals who are about to go into the house of an opposing side, giving them evidence, a kindling 
for a greater fire that is conflict upon this Wait, planet. Are we going to the House of Kindling, or are we going to the House of the Unstoppable? I was being <laughs> metaphorical! But now anyway. I don't know which one I'm talking about. So, I guess that's a good point. Am I share just sharing the information from uh, the non-fay Vice Chair of Communications, or spilling my personal messages to another fay. It is entirely possible that that household wishes for us to plant a seed of falsehood. But again, we're definitely going there because of narrative reasons, but like, yeah. we should think about this. Uh, Faye can't lie, though. I mean, there's like a couple who can. And we have no. What do we find out that that's the one we're talking about? That would be like what? Like what are the chances though? And I also don't know if that works through like if that's just they can't say lies or like what I don't know. But for sure, there's definitely like a bigger agenda here going on. But (laughs) if it gets us what we're after, then. And just to be specific, what are we after? And again, specifically. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Because I have no idea. Protection from the court of mind? While we're here? Wouldn't be a bad thing to ask for. And they will want us to give something in exchange. The she don't don't really truck with like oh here's a friendly favor. So I if thought we this are is providing what we're Yes, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I mean is they'll expect some to, they'll expect to give us something in return. Oh okay. Usually uh, probably uh, with like a weird funny twist that we don't expect. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be funny. It could be. Could be it funny could in be, retrospect. Yeah, no, could, it could be very funny. Oh, wow. Let's so not rule out any possibility. About to ensue. If there's anything that can destabilize the hold that the, the court of mind... God, it's really hard to remember whether to say house or court. Courts are bigger like, than houses, usually. Destabilize the hold that they have on this planet, even if it's by creating some... Internal strife. Exactly. Yes. I, I kind of think we were just... I mean, I kind of thought the plan was just to... Throw a stick of dynamite in there and see what happened. Well, uh, what about uh, this? Dynamite is a very old well, yes. explosive. Yeah, yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A context was... Yeah, kind of got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, that so that is... Go ahead. Go ahead. Reed. It's our understanding that all are, are there house, are there court presences of each court on the on this planet, or are there just a few? It's all okay, of them. So they so they all theoretically all work together in like not unison, but uh, enough to make the planet run. Like they're coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, but the implication so, is that there's also constant, but not open, like hostility right, yeah. tensions. Yeah, it's all sub yeah. uh, like subterfuge and, and, and stuff like that. 
mind games. Or maybe they're all aligned, aligned, and when we go in there and tell them this information, they just fucking kill us. Or they'll be like, haha, you fell for the prank, idiot. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a funny twist. Turned me into a newt. Just a quick, uh, another clarification. Um, Again, they are definitely doing this, but... Uh, throwing a stick of uh, what you, dynamite? You said is that what it was? Dynamite. Yes, throwing a stick of dynamite into it. But to what end? Uh, we don't. The, the four of us necessarily have resources like the entire coal foundation, since apparently part of it is trying to kill us. So we also do need to think about not just our next step, but perhaps. The following step. What do we seize this opportunity to accomplish? I mean, we could ask about the Aegis Tech stuff. Yeah. See if anybody... Protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Good idea. And then, you know, what they do with that information ain't really any of our business. We probably shouldn't get too directly involved anyway, since uh, we aren't supposed to be doing that. Yes, I, I think that I do want to help the people of this planet, but we do also need to think about how much, how many resources it would take to deal with a problem of this uh, planetary size. But we also might I mean, be here for a while, so. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea, trying to further more than one end at a time. Yes. I, yeah. I honestly just like fuck the all of them, and I hope they all destroy each other on this planet. But like, like you know, no control over that. Yes, and they're also fighting with other people's bodies. Not necessarily, but yeah. I mean, the ideal thing to do would well, that would take a lot of resource. Uh, okay, so how, Mike, does hmm. one get rid of, like, a person who has become a changeling? Mm-hmm. How do they, do you unchangeling? Yeah. Do people ever get out of it? They can. I'm assuming that's some sort of deal that is being struck for them to, like, you know, back out of uh, of a obligation or a contract or something generally or you fulfilled your term of service Mm -hmm. the the she might call it planned obsolescence at times uh, in terms Mm -hmm. of when they move on (laughs) interesting the they have the right to repair okay they do and that's what the court of body is all about uh, mm-hmm. what it takes to remove a digital fay from a person's mind, you don't know. General okay. wisdom holds that doing so effectively destroys the person's brain. Okay. There's no, like, forcible way of... of, of... If there ah, is, I don't think any of you this. would know it because of yeah. where your specializations are at. If yeah. anything, Shay, you might have heard rumors of people attempting to 
effectively meta dive of a she out of someone's brain that's a thing that's like a rumor of a whisper that sounds like basically folklore of the meta net it's just like yeah. oh yeah people can dive into other people's minds so it's like it's, it's not really how it works it's like like right i heard this at school in computer class when someone was talking about creepy pastas or some right. shit exactly <laughs> It, it's slender man of, it's yeah talked about in the same vein as and this person's mind got trapped on this computer and it never escaped yeah <clears throat> which again you know is possible but it's not as creepy as the ghost stories would have you believe right is there any record of or any possibility of a uh, human consciousness going into like a a machine or or some sort something else besides some sort their own of body. Ghost in the machine. Yeah, I mean, ghosts can possess machines. That's a thing that can happen. I suppose that's but true. But at that point, that person's effectively dead, and what's walking around inside the machine is an echo. It is an etheric resonant of that person that was left behind as an impression. Mm. Whatever walks in Hill House walks alone. Interesting. Because the mind is still the meaty bits inside the skull. Whatever yeah. the personality imprint. I mean, there's this whole there. I could go on about like, there's a whole philosophical Let's talk about debate. Soul. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, <laughs> there's a, there's a big philosophical debate among people. It's like, well, is the personality that gets put back in a changeling's body? Is that even the same person? Or is it simply a copy of their personality engrams? It's a, philosophical debate you don't actually know i mean at a certain point if it's close enough it doesn't ultimately matter but uh i don't that think that person usually... destroyed in the changelingification yeah they were yeah it... they were thinking the same thing when we invented teleporters you know? <laughs> it also it also probably sounds like the sort of thing that's like oh yeah my dad's uncle's mother's <laughs> sister Interesting. uh had a fay inside of them and then like now are fine and it's like no that person was just like had some psychological issues it's like yeah and that's how how your family explained it mm -hmm. we, something okay we get it yeah that is definitely worth looking into at some point doing some research into but in the meantime what are we doing i think it's that i mean i think we say hey here we have some information can we have some in return or can you point us in the direction of someone who can? Yes. Secret moon bay. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Moon base, moon base. Well, if there was one, it would be destroyed now, because the moon is a mountain. But part of it is inside the mountain. Wait a bit. And also, oh, we're gonna have to go back allies, we keep calling them moon bases as like a funny bit for an Oracle Zero funny bit, but like they aren't all moon bases. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was continuing the funny bit. Okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> oh, can I spend an XP so we can go back and redo the funny bit? Mike? No, we've gone too far. Okay, damn. Okay, some things can't be fixed. Takes, yeah. it, it'll take all four of us giving XP. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do I know about Fey Warlocks? Uh, what have I read about on the vast, uh, 
archives of, of the archive. You would know the basics. There are 42 of them in total. Yeah. As far as everyone's concerned. It's too many. But that's for the, the entire galaxy. galaxy. Yeah. That's too many. The big problem with warlocks is that they can present themselves as something else. So if you're speaking to a member of a high court, it could be the warlock just fucking with you. And that's the risk you run. The through line of the warlock can lie leads to the vast amount of mistrust that is given to the she. Because you never know when you're talking to a warlock. So you don't know, in theory, at least as the she tell it. The vast number of them cannot lie. They can mislead, they can misinform via omission, but they cannot outright tell a lie. Interesting. But it's not a situation uh, like one always lies, one always tells the truth situation, right? Oh, warlocks can tell the truth. truth. Yeah, absolutely. It's just for some reason they're unshackled from whatever programming dictates that these digital fairies cannot lie. I I mean I think it's I think it's interesting that like it, people would freak out about like oh no what if it's a warlock like we talk to people all day and they don't adhere to those same rules they can lie whatever they want so why do we get freaked out about oh no what if the fake could lie cuz they're also like like wildly powerful beings like almost <laughs> like living uh, uh demigods <laughs> And in certain <laughs> aspects of reality, they could be considered gods, even. Yeah. They're digital immortals that can reshape this digital realm of the Metafae to however they see fit. How? I guess I could roll something to see if I can do a, a little digging on uh, researching warlocks in particular. I'm trying to find a way to some maybe some things to look for that might give it away um some if, if folks knew that it wouldn't be an issue oh man but there's got to be <laughs> there's got to be rumors right <laughs> nose piercings yeah anything you find would be unsubstantiated it would yeah, be the true. warlock always winks or the warlock has some kind of nervous tick that gives them away or yeah. the, the warlock <laughs> has to answer a question truthfully if it's asked three times in a row it's stuff like that that yeah. nobody can ever confirm. So you, what you're saying is that Oswald can be the first. <laughs> Excellent. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, Oswald just has to try all of them, right, to figure out if they're true yeah, or not. of course. So it sounds to me like your game plan, as it is, stands that you are trying to trade this information for information regarding... Aegis Tech Solutions and their quote-unquote secret moon base, as well as possibly trading it for safety against the Court of Mind? I'm less concerned about that or not, I don't know. I'm concerned about that one, but I care less about it. I feel like we go for the Aegis Tech Solutions info, and depending on how much sway this you know, has with the, the harlot, then we tack on, it's like, oh, well, what is this worth? And then Oh, we get a two for one. Mm. And then we just also hope that, like, giving them this information causes shit to go down. Let's also hope that they don't already know. That would suck. And just be like, yeah, yeah, we know. Like, okay, cool. Cool, dude. Perhaps uh, finding the secret 
quote unquote secret moon base is the key. Because if we recall on the previous one, there's some kind of fey research or something being done. So perhaps we can find something to counteract the fey. I should be doing this in character. Perhaps um, we could find something that could counteract the fey on this planet. Possible. Could Maybe. be. I'm, I'm, I'm a worried. bit of an optimist, but you know. I'm, I'm worried that... But uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems silly, but uh, I might like have anxiety or something. I'm not sure. I gotta go to the ship doctor. But um, I'm worried that like all of the secret bases are going to have like weird artificial fake courts in them that are just gonna try to kill us as soon as we get there. Yes, that's it was a bad time. <laughs> but we got through it. We did a, We did excellent. Go us. I mean, you broke your arm. Yes. Among among many other uh, daring feats, doing, yeah. doing something I'm sure very brave, but as of yet mm. unidentified. Yeah, Strange, uh, I cannot remember exactly what happened. Um, oh, you hit your, your head, head too. too. Oh, yes, it's possible. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Amari and Shay just like fist. <laughs> so you recall this conversation, and it sits in your mind as you stew in this back room of the chop shop. Oswald, you feel the the nervous tension in the air, having been forced to do the majority of the speaking to the fae that you've been encountering thus far in this place. Everyone oh, else I just remembered that I did that. Stubbornly silent when interacting with the changing Balthazarian. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. You're the most verbose. Makes sense. But it's only a few moments after the cat girl attendant that was looking after you has left that you hear a sound from the other side of the door. It's a, a low thrum in a melodious little Oh shit! Oh, oh, it's our it's our good old it's our good old friend. It's our friendo. Reed, Reed is regretting everything <laughs> into this moment. Oh, oh I hate dealing shit. with any sort of deals <laughs> deals people. Uh, it's fine. And when the door opens. It reveals a tall, slender, black-furred lion. Their eyes totally black, but for a white rectangular pupil that seems to split the eyeball. Its face is peeled back in this wide smile that seems to defy what the muscles on the face are actually capable of. But as opposed to Balthazarian, the changeling you just spoke to, who seemed to have an imprecise method of moving the changeling's face and speaking through its vocal cords, when this creature speaks, it does so with a a smooth, enthralling voice that 
comes out with perfect control as it says, Greetings, my friends. Its eyes flash as they sweep across the four of you. And this creature bows, wearing a simple vest of black leather that almost meshes with its fur. Tight leather pants of the same color. And no shoes, no other adornment as far as you can see. But the eyes seem to gleam with a dark light all their own. As this creature says... I am the harlot of the unstoppable plague. I am told you have information that you yes. wish to trade. Uh, that is correct, yes. Yeah. And it will stride in and the door will close behind it. And it moves to a place across the table from the four of you, almost unconsciously leaning towards each other and away from this creature. What and, uh, is it that the harlot can give you in exchange for what you have to offer? Well, um, my associates and I are looking for information uh, on the presence of Aegis Tech upon this planet. Uh, perhaps a secret moon base? Oh, well, a secret base. Perhaps on the moon? Hmm. I mean, this planet doesn't have a moon anymore. Not like anymore. It was used. <laughs> right? They didn't put in, like, a like an artificial moon just mm -mm. because, like, ooh, cool. For aesthetics. I mean, yeah. we when we were at the uh, facility on top of the mountain, there was, like, aethite um, coming out of the mountain, so... You came just... to understand that the the moon was used to create the mountains. So there's bits of moon base in that mountain. Mm -hmm. There's moon base in them there, hills. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you <it's>... did it. <laughs> also, I mean... it's always sunny all the time, so... I guess Who even so, needs yeah. a moon? Yeah. Interesting, says the harlot. Aegis hmm. Tech Solutions. Yes. Uh, yeah, we... <clears throat> uh, we were led to believe that uh, uh, Cromwell Sil Silvaro, uh, head of that company, was, was here a while ago, and hoped that some ear folk might have information on I mean to be honest why a planet like this came to their attention or hmm. and the harlot's strange eyes fall on you Florian and seem to be studying you the pupils not changing or dilating just their simple white rectangles boring into you as it flicks casually up and down. Its smile unchanging across its broad face. Its whiskers twitching ever so slightly. 
like hunches unconsciously just like not enough to maybe be noticeable but just like a little bit of wilting does that sound uh, acceptable and those horrid eyes will flick over to you Oswald yes I'm simply hmm I simply find it strange, I think. Yes, strange. Hmm. How so? This request, this Hmm. offer, information for, hmm, information. Not something generally done with the House of the Unstoppable Plague. Hmm. Ah, yes. Or the Court of Body for that matter. Yes. But you will because this information is very important to your court. <laughs> Indeed. And what pray? I sure hope so. Do you propose <laughs> to tell <laughs> the harlot? An exchange you propose. Yes. Important information you say you have. Yes. And in turn, you wish to possess information about Aegis Tech Solutions. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Yeah. If you'd oblige. And there is... A moment as those eyes of the harlot flick back between the two of you. That smile unchanging. And its hand will reach out and touch the table. And for the first time, you suddenly realize that this table is some kind of data pad. An enormous one. As the entire tabletop lights up at the harlot's touch. And you see... Information scrolling across it, but it's not the kind of information that you'd necessarily expect seeing suddenly flicking up when a data pad is accessed. You expect uh, messaging apps, news sites, you expect some kind of landing page where someone browsing the metanet might look for their usual uh, pooling of daily feeds. Are they on DeviantArt, Mike? I was going to say Neopets. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks like a medical journal with detailed pictures and graphs and diagrams of musculature and bones. The The ways in which artifice can be grafted to a sapient body. Detailed points listing where between joints can best be applied certain moments of torsion and bits of technology as to increase one's strength or speed or flexibility. Anything recognizable? You see the vivisected, at least in art, bodies of Midrians, Taro, Elv, There is, you see, strange, like, cross-sections of 
living creatures. I would say the only species you don't see represented here are cog. And gnomes, for that matter. Yeah. But as all of this flashes onto the table, and some of it begins to lift off of the table in holographic projection, the harlot's hand swipes to the side, and all of those images, horrific at times, graphic at others, disappears. Perhaps this was meant to shock you. Perhaps it was just what was on this enormous data pad when last it was opened. But all of that is wiped away, and a single document is left. And the exact words of your statement are printed on there. An exchange of information. Your, and it says in brackets, important information in exchange for and it says again in brackets information concerning Aegis Tech Solutions yes I'd like to uh, amend the Aegis Tech information in the brackets mm. uh, Aegis Tech information a- information about Aegis Tech Solutions concerning Talgan, uh, not Talgan 3 what we were just there um, uh, concerning Esclipsis. The smile, if if it was possible, suddenly grows wider as like the that. eyes flick over to you, Shay, and the harlot says, Ah, a clever one. Hmm. Hmm. And it will touch the table again with a, a languid paw, and the words will change on the document. Information regarding Aegis Tech Solutions' presence on Asclipsis. I'd also like to amend the important part. No, I don't say. (laughs) And the harlot will gesture towards the document. Do you find this amenable? Hmm. Look around to everybody. And... Can you give us just one moment, please? You wish privacy? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that we need needful privacy, but just I'm just like trying to get a group huddle going here. <clears throat> and basically, uh, if we could do like some sort of um, probably just like a knowledge roll to see if our dumb asses are missing anything. <laughs> I think that's As not a, a team bad idea. action. Yeah. <laughs> like, narratively. D4 in knowledge. Okay. I also have a D4 I mean, in knowledge, so whoever has the highest knowledge, I can give How about this? How about you all roll me your clever die and add them together? Hmm. Clever. I could do that. Oh, hell yeah. Fun. Okay. Okay. Can we uh, put some aether in this? Nope. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> what about void dice? Yes, <laughs> knew you were going to say yes. I'd like, I'd like to go all in, please. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's do this thing. So, what do we got? Seven on my part. Ooh, 
Nice. I got eight, so that's 15. I got nice. six. That's 21. Uh, so so 21 plus five is 26. 26? That's pretty good. Pretty Together, good. you so are. Yeah, you guys are great. Together, you are Together. all incredibly clever. We oh. have one brain cell, and we just share <laughs> it between all four of us. What you would all collectively kind of think looking at this is that it's incredibly broad. And yeah. Yeah. Seems as though this creature could give you literally any information regarding Aestex Solutions on Asclipsis, including the stuff you already know, which isn't much, but it... It still could give it to us. <laughs> yeah. The, the one the one thing that I, I, too, part of the reason I brought this up is that I do also want to point out, if they don't find that information important, they could just require us to keep giving information until they get yes. something important. That's that also a good point. That is the yeah. other thing I was going to say is your end okay. also incredibly also open ended. Well, here's yeah. the thing: it's important to us, so therefore, yeah, but it's not what the, that's not what the the language says. The language just but says language it's important is, information. Yeah, it's true. You specifically said important information to the court of body. Okay, I yes, did, I did. did, I did actually say that. That's true. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> should we? Uh, put language oh. in there just like the location of uh potential hidden uh or n- non-accessible Aegis Aegis Tech Solutions uh facilities. facilities yeah yeah the other thing is and i i'm all for this because i'm an agent of chaos but yeah. if the House of Mind selling them out isn't important enough. We could also give them the fake court information. Yes. See what that does. Like, cause, cause my, my, my thing with the, the, uh, the information that we want Mm. is like, how specific do we have to get? And also, is the specificity going to give away more information than we want to give? Um, but also, yeah, I also am like, yeah, I mean, we could tell them about the fucking purple court or whatever. (laughs) Welcome, welcome audio listeners to us designing a fucking terms of service agreement. Yeah. In this episode of our podcast. I mean, it's the Fae, you have to. You have to. You You gotta. Joke's on you, I lured you to this corporate hell world, now you've become a part of it. No! It's that... That no, it's that's the fucking last panel of that one comic that's like we should improve society somewhat, and the dude being like, mm, and yet you participate in society. I'm very smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, very good. Yeah. So the other problem with being too specific is that it might cut out information we actually want on accident. Yeah. So okay. Well, but what we do need is the location. Like, that's the most important thing. I'm wondering if we shouldn't narrow it down to Oliver Cromwell. Or nope. (laughs) Cromwell Silvaro. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Hey. I mean, that's another. Can you give us information about Oliver Cromwell? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sir, not appearing in this film. The archive? (laughs) Um. Because that might, even if that doesn't give us the exact information we need, that might get us, like, 
in the right direction. Yeah. But that's my, that's the beginning and end of my yeah. kind of theory. Well, the harlot looks at you all with that same still also frame smile. Hear all of this. Sure. The terms uh, okay. now reading important information to the court of body in exchange for information in regards to Aegis Tech Solutions and their presence on the planet Asclipsis. We change it to interesting information. Information concerning the House of Body. Now, I know you guys are throwing out suggestions. Here's my suggestion. Keeping it exactly as <laughs> is would be incredibly narratively interesting. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> especially, especially because all four of us know exactly who we're dealing with. I yeah. mean, our characters I don't, don't. I have no but... idea what we're talking about right here. Yeah. No clue. Mm -hmm. uh, Who's this person? I I killed him once. I can kill him again. I didn't kill him. <laughs> no, I literally chose no, it. Yeah. In the lost. Never mind. Anyway. Didn't happen. It's true. So what's um, the call, Oracle Zero? I kind of love so Lisbon's suggestion. <laughs> Uh, I mean, as long as we're specific about what we want, then exactly, we, you know. And I think we're we're all pretty happy with with what we came up with, which is looking for a specific location of this. Of okay, so this is, right, changing it to information regarding Aegis Tech Solutions facilities on Asclepsis. Yeah. Specifically, yeah, like all, all, oh, shit. all. Because, Would it be yeah, too every, much to ask what the what Cromwell was doing here as well? Is I mean, that, that, that was my suggestion, was to say, like, where did, like, yeah. What the fuck was he doing It's just, here? you can only word this. It's, it's hard to make to word all of that as I mean, one request. It's true, yeah. Um, unless we... <laughs> Oh emphasize God. this information again so it's so important to them that, oh <laughs> that they all give us two favors mm. guys well it how, just about, makes how about we just we just do the one for one and then if they're not into it then they're not into we'll it play it by ear like, that's how you wow, do this incredibly vague information is so yeah. important to us that we'll we will give up, you two you know? pieces so, well, no, like, that's the thing, though, is, right, is they're only going to give us what they're contractually obligated to give us, right? Yes. So yes. if we have to, if we want more information, we're going to have to make another deal, which we have the information on the the fake yeah. court or whatever, which we Artificial do. court. Yeah. True. Uh, that's definitely not the first thing we should tell them. Uh, right, exactly. Oh, well, okay, uh, but I'm saying it in character voice. Do you mean the fake court? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I hate you. How dare you do uh, that to me? Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Let's go for it. Yeah. Let's do it. I see what the court of air gets out of this. Watching you squirm, there is something to this. Hmm. Okay, now I want to know what that's about. <laughs> Uh, sorry, character voice. Okay, now I want to know what that's about. No, just just the one thing. Let's go with the first thing. 
So you're amending the contract once again to information in regards to Aegis Tech Solutions facilities on Eclipse's and their locations at all. Yeah. All of them. On or near? Yeah. On or near? On. We're, we're on Eclipse's right now. Let's let's not float our plate up with more we can than we add that clause yeah. in there. Well, because well, Mike is just going to be like, well, well, it's technically a a a, a star base floating around the planet, so I didn't have exactly. to. When you think on a galactic it's like, scale, it's yeah. pretty close. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, there's just seven. No, there's no, just no. like seven hundred pages of just every Aegis Tech li- listing, which we also already true. have. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. No, uh, and Mike, no, that was not an impression of you. Okay. That's just like anyone that's going like, um, actually, let me tell you something. Okay. Um, so it's me when I'm talking about Star Wars. Got it. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's no moon base. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. All right. Is that, are you happy with this deal you're no, making? I mean, no, I'm not happy about any, actually, I'm thrilled. Ultimately, no, I but I, I think this is great. I've Fine. done this shit once already well, in a different campaign. Jay is literally squirming, and I think like, like flushed a little bit. Like this is very stressful. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Oswald is like vibrating with fear, like a little birdie. Mm-hmm. So, as the amendments are made, the Harlot continuing to smile, it will then say, This seems in order. Hmm. Now, who among you will be arbiter of this contract? A signature is required where these things are concerned. Hmm. I think since I am the archivist of the group, it should be me. Hmm. An archivist, you say. From what archive do you hail? The. The archive. Ah. The archive, yes. (laughs) Curious. Yes, that will do nicely. Oh, God. And it will slide a paw across the table, and the contract will lift up off of the table in a holographic form and gently hover to in front of you. And a line will appear on the bottom, seemingly ready for a signature of some kind. What does does his handwriting look like is something, is a question I need to answer at some point, but... uh... I mean, she writes it down. And is it chicken, chicken scratch? Chicken, yeah. Damn it! Yes, damn all of you. <gasps> okay, <laughs> it's hard to read, but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely his name. And it begins glowing brown as you sign it, and you see that a slight shiver will run across the harlot's body, the whiskers on its face shivering slightly, the hair on the back of its head standing up ever so slightly. And it lets out a low, throaty purr as (laughs) the contract pulls back towards it. And it signs with a flourish on the bottom of the contract, its finger flicking through the air into an enormous, cursive, stylized H. 
And with that, the contract glows and then disperses into glittering little flakes of light that shower down onto the table as the table loses its glow. And the harlot will continue to smile and stare directly at you, Oswald, and say, Very well. You may proceed. Oh, um, can I just tell him the information that we literally just discussed? So you tell him about the message from the vice chair of communications. I guess Shay, Shay like, puts the data chem in a data pad and, like, shows them the encryption uh, message. Yes. Excellent. From the vice chair of communications. And they carefully, like, uh, turn the data pad around and scooch it towards them across the table and stare down at it, the face still stretched into a smile. And their eyes will flick across it and they will start tapping on the data pad, accessing files, it seems. And this is your personal data pad, yeah? Yeah, I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, that's all that I'm showing you. you. You should probably destroy it afterwards. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, this is fascinating. Hmm. This explains a great many things as they push the data pad back towards you. And your question reveals much more. Aegistech Solutions has no facilities on Asclipsis. But their server upon the local intranet remains intact. We think they have their agents somewhere in the city, accessing the metanet via local dives. They have not been worthy of attention until now. Hmm. Even with Cromwell making an appearance on planet? What is one more corporate dictator making the rounds before the shattering? He was but one of many. But perhaps there was import. Hmm. This information will be very useful. We thank you for this. If you wish a guide to their metadivers, we can appropriate a pixie for your use. Hmm. Yes. This can be afforded, we think, to balance the scales. Be appreciated? Yes. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. Hmm. And if you should ever have need of the House of the Unstoppable Plague, you need only contact the harlot, it will say as it places a, a paw on its chest. Uh, thank you. Mm. Yes. This is quite excellent. Hmm. 
and the smile will stretch a little bit more and you can see just like the very start of like cracks in the lips where like blood starting to come down where the skin's starting to tear just like a little bit oh god and then it will bow its head towards you and then the body will go rigid and the eyes will roll up back into its head and it will let out a gasping breath and the Leon man's eyes suddenly flash open and you see amber surrounded black pupils and it will <sighs> what where who hate and he's just looking around terrified at the four of you hello what is your name? Suna? Uh, where, where am I? Well, that's, um... Um, you're on this land of eclipses, and yes. I will give a rough coordinate, coordinate of, like, where in the southern reach it is. And eyes, like, really wide. Uh, okay. At the oh, detailing of that information. I'm really sorry to. How how is the war going? Like... Oh, oh crime! Oh crime! Oh, 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 oh um, that was a really good all in character just Now I think that this is the job of the mech pilot himself. Go ahead. Who? I... Hi, yeah. Um, you're gonna want to come sit down for like a bit, like a minute, two. Just like you gotta, you gotta want to say, come here, come here. Oh, he's already sitting. Great, oh, cool, oh, um, good. Yeah, don't stand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what year is it? What was the last thing you remember? The Minos, they, they killed the Empress. And then there was fighting, and I was injured, injured mm -hmm. terribly. And I... Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lorraine walks away. <laughs> yeah. Do you walk out of the room? Yeah. As soon as you open the door, the sound from the club hits you from the chop shop, and it's a lot of yelling. A lot of people shouting, where am I? Who are you? What's going on here? Just a lot of shouting and some people yelling. There's some screams of pain in the distance. Y'all, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> Oh, and I'm a single pixie yeah. is hovering in the air just outside the door yeah, in front of you. Yeah, fuck that. I'm gonna go to... I mean, we should continue with the this scene that we're on, but Florian is gonna ignore that pixie and go and go. And Florian, as you walk out of this chop shop, you see scenes of uh, people crying, people holding each other, people looking around 
blank-eyed and confused. Some people, like, stumbling out onto the street. You can see people that were halfway through some kind of body modification stumbling out of wards. Yeah, sorry. That that was... I didn't mean leave. Leave? I, I mean, like, I'm I'm gonna... I just meant I was, like, leaving the pixie where it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. try to wrangle some of these people and be like, hey, don't wander off onto this planet by yourselves. And also, oh my god, people need medical attention shit. Um... So I'll be dealing with that, guys. Uh, I think that this may require the assistance of the Cole Foundation. Shall we make a call? Yes, but we should... um, Context, I think, is important. Before we contact them... Maybe not mention the... And I point to the pixie. Uh, What is your name? I am a pixie of the unstoppable plague. And this pixie is this short, maybe like four centimeters tall creature that is mostly arms, a torso, and a head being suspended by these little, like, four bat-like wings that flap behind it. The legs it has seem to have been kind of fused into a long tail that drifts beneath it. Cool. I uh, Oswald stands near it and just kind of looks down at it. It's hovering like, at about your eye level. Is this how I look to all of you? I mean, do you because want to that or no? They are adorable. I'll take that as a yes. Thank you. Um, no. And then what was, and Mike, uh, you said the name. Um, it just refers it. to itself as a pixie of the unstoppable plague. I know, but there's got to be a shorthand to that. Something snappy, something quick. It looks at you slightly confused. What about Gary? If you wish to call this one Gary, I suppose you can. I think we can all agree that's simpler. Hmm? Unless somebody has a better suggestion. I mean, I, it doesn't need a name. But yeah, Gary's fine. Jay is, like, holding the 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 paw of, of Suna and just sort of, like, like, in one paw in both hands, just sort of, like, kind of going over everything slowly. Yeah, Florian is uh, seriously dealing with this. I'm, like, trying to keep people from leaving and, like, Absolutely. trying to see what people need. Um, and I, I, I talked to the, the... I asked the pixie, are you capable of making yourself uh, invisible? If necessary, yes. Excellent. We are about to call some friends down, and we'd like you to be invisible. This Until we say so. And it disappears. Great. Excellent. All right. We should probably call the Cole Foundation before anybody leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you- Check my pockets. Uh, who has the communicator? I don't... Did I have it? I don't think I did. You all have some kind of communication yeah. device of one kind or another, whether it be it makes personal sense that Oswald data has lost pads his. or... Yeah. I d- I- 
were we supposed to grab one? I may have forgotten. I've said this before, before, but think of data pads as like smartphones. They basically yeah. have all your communications and all the apps you might need. Oswald does too many apps and he just can't. He's just scrolling through pages and pages. Have you ever closed any of these? Yeah. No. <laughs> Not a single one. Uh, but yeah. A call to the Cole Foundation would result in the quick dispatch of medical teams down to your location. This is yes. precisely the sort of thing that finder teams do. They find problems, and the people who can actually deal with those problems are then dispatched. Hey, Great. listen. <laughs> is that supposed to be patronizing? Because it, you know... What is not communicated is <laughs> what caused said problem. Fair enough, yes. I don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah, There's exactly. a problem and it needs to be fixed. It's yeah. true. That's all they do. We are not the We make problems problem. so that we can find them. <laughs> Yay! And then mm. get paid. In the hours that follow, because this triage will take a couple of hours, yes. and based on your reactions, at least it seems Florian and Shay are in the thick of this as it's going on. The med teams that are dispatched come down in shuttles that get clearance from the city's landing base to just land in the middle of the city. They have teams of folk that stream out of these shuttles with professional medical care that they can provide to all these people, especially once you determine that the people who are most affected are the ones who, well, there's two, like, most affected. There are those who are in the middle of body modification who had to be fixed medically yeah. like stop gap wise and there are yeah. field surgeons and uh, what's called a medicus which is like a bio mage who can literally mend skin with etherics who are dispatched to help with that. The other really damaged folks are the changelings who have lost Lots of time, some of them, to their unwitting partners. Yeah. Some of them are Asclepians, those who are locals, who made this bargain willingly, so they kind of know the scenario. They know at least what happened in vague terms. Yeah. Some of the people here are not from this planet, have been under the influence for years and are going to need some big catching up like the Leon you spoke to. So probably therapy. Oh, well, yeah. also, maybe a history class. I believe I could teach it. Uh, I could just teach it off of mm -hmm. the archive. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll start coming up that. with a lesson plan right away. Nope. Those people are being evacuated off planet. It makes sense. Back to the storm's repose. There are facilities for this sort of thing. There are treatments for this sort of thing. This is not unheard of. This happening to a lot of people all at once is weird and rare. And it quickly becomes determined that the court of body has withdrawn from the planet Asclipsis. Yup. The brown-lighted pixies that were once in the sky are not there anymore. Or the, the black-lighted pixies, I should say. Do, um, 
do we also hear from like I don't know the the medical teams maybe or um I just through the emergency response is this happening in I'm assuming this is happening planet wide it's not just like in this district it's like everywhere once it's established that that's what has occurred there is a planet wide call to all of our finder teams to keep an eye out for this sort of thing it seems as though District 997 was the hub of Fey activity on this planet, as it was directly connected to the communications department. Yeah. That being said, there are still other enclaves across the planet, but the vast majority of them are court of mind. It seems this city in particular had a high concentration of the other courts. But all the other finder teams are now alerted to this situation and will be keeping an eye out for folks who have suddenly had their dark passengers abandon them. Yeah. There are some strange looks from some of the medical teams once this is figured out that that's what happened. Some of them... There's no accusatory looks, but there's certainly some... This is Oracle Zero? Like, what the fuck happened? Aren't those the ones that blew up the vampire? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing my level best to, like, help out the medical teams where I am, like, or where I can. Like, obviously I can't do surgery or anything, but I can, like, help carry people and, you know, Mm. distribute. God, shock blankets and stuff? I don't know. Yeah. And I try to, like, well... There is a a field base that's essentially set up when this large shuttle lands and then begins unfolding itself into a triage field hospital. And it is spearheaded by Lieutenant Commander Kiko Nobota, who is the head medicus for the Storm's Repose. Oh, yes. They are a rainy doctor with (laughs) degrees in xenobiology, xenobotany, sapient medicine, and theology. Yes. And Dr. Nabota is in the thick of all of this, asking very pointed questions about what caused all of this. Yes. Thanks. Anytime anytime she gets close enough to me to ask a question, I just Florian is like listening for someone to be like, Hey, can I get somebody over here? And just like whoop, zoops off. Oswald, do you have an explanation for any of this? Oh, uh, excellent. Uh, it, look, no wing, or no broken wing. Isn't that in- impressive? Eh, shoulder working yes. just fine. Um, it's uh, be- quite peculiar. Captain Amari, do you have an mm-hmm. explanation for any of this? I'm doing triage. I guess this is as good as mine. Yes, it appears that something happened to the court of body, at least as far as we can tell in this uh, facility. Hmm. They all just left, all at once. We could hear the screams down the street. This is... A roll, I think. Clever. <laughs> roll, roll. 
Yeah. yeah. I knew it had to be one of us, so I will fucking do it. This um, sounds like an influence role to me. It sure does. And the problem is that it is such a bold action that yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. I kind of have to roll that. Yeah. Um, you get a boost. You get oh, a yeah, boost. you do get a boost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I was, I was, I was, gonna I was just that, about but... to say. Okay. I was uh, just about to say, it's sad that? that Florian can't help out, but I can with my... The alley-oop roll, specifically, that was from a few sessions ago at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, way to go, us, for remembering. Yeah, good job, you. <laughs> Reading us. Yeah, it's Reed. That's on me. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. For once. Reed remembered it? <laughs> Congratulations. Remembering that is campaign. fantastic. I, yeah, I, I completely forgot. He was remembering it because he wanted to use it. Uh, <laughs> that's not... Not true. <laughs> well, you lost your shot. Now, what am I That's getting for fine. this? You can roll two of your tactic die. Cool. And then I'm just going to go all in uh, for this roll because I want to succeed. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Probably okay. Aether around. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know if I can. Yeah, let's steal some of the. Let's use some of the aether I can, for the. If I'm drawing aether out of something, it looks like I'm drawing aether out of something. You know what I mean? Like for all of you right now, yes. Doing yeah. it subtly requires talent and specializations that none of you possess. Exactly. So let's just go with me. Um, so yeah. Um, okay, so we're doubling. Can you assist when someone's going all in, or? It's an influence. Yeah, I don't see why not. Because I could, I could throw you my my a D, an extra d six and in influence. Cool. So, yeah, um, I mean, we were all kind of, you know, talking throughout. Well, no, it we were was all included in me. this lie. In- yeah. 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 We're, I mean, we technically are, but Amari and Florian did both say, like, specifically, we are stepping out of this. That's, yeah. That is true. And, uh, after, and after I do this, Shay is going to go outside and smoke a space cigarette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vaping, I guess. I guess it's vaping, isn't it's it? It's vaping. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Is. Gotta get that um, Yeah. Um, and Shay, you know, will say, like, you know, we've been, there's such a heavy fey presence that we've been going to, we've gone to several different houses to conduct interviews. And yeah, that's what we were doing when this happened. Okay. So not a lie. <laughs> oh, and then I get a, oh, I get so much more when I go on. This is why the talent is called influence, not necessarily deception or persuasion. It's all kind of. Yeah. Yes. It's all a matter of perspective. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to roll all my dice. Please do. I'm going to roll some void dice. Uh, Of course. Stark and Raboda is... He's only got the one. ...opposing this roll. Yeah. Oh, God. Nah. We're looking for an 18 right now. Oh, it's going to be more than 18. Oh, good. Uh, Take her out. (laughs) Or them out? Uh, Them. She, they. Oh, really? Oh, my notes must be wrong. 
changes later. It defaults as they them, but she will accept she as well. Okay. Uh, six, uh, 12, 18, uh, 45. Wow. Yeah, that is higher than 18. <laughs> okay. By a few steps, in fact. So yes. you going all in behind this lie of you weren't directly necessarily responsible for this, which you're not in a way. What? Also, There's always a, a kernel of truth in every lie. Sure. But you do know that whatever it was you did caused them to withdraw. Yes. A question. A game, a game question. Hmm. If we take somebody out, does that mean that they cannot enact influence on anything in this mission? Or is it specifically that they cannot enact upon us? They... Like, if we take her out, <laughs> she just is like, I can't do medicine anymore. When you take somebody out duration. via a finishing blow, they can no longer act meaningfully within the bounds of the mission. So from here on out in the mission, the skills and abilities of Dr. Naboda, your, for all intents and purposes, ally, are no longer available to you. <laughs> or yeah, we don't want those who they might help along the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like so taking her out doesn't serve us in any way. No, absolutely not. Other than getting them off of your back permanently. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it would, but it's not worth the... Because if they're if, if they're taking out of this mission, that means she will not report on you back to her spirit. She will no longer affect this that, mission meaningfully. That was sort of what what I was going for. Very but true. Yeah, I, I figured it also meant the uh, the negative side effects of that. She yes. just gets a really bad migraine and has to go home. <laughs> just from talking to Oswald for this long, <laughs> I just cannot yeah, I anymore. That. I feel that immensely. I simply oh, cannot. God. Is that how Oswald takes people out of? <laughs> oh my god! Only wait, off. Oswald. Only allies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only people who are closest to me hate me the most. Um, so, Oswald, yes. what is the result of your lie? Because you got forty um, something. Uh, I got forty-five. Okay. <laughs> so. Look, just three more, and that would be a, th a three crit. Get oh, man. So tempting. I will have to pass, though. Okay, Thank you, Mike. Just checking. Yeah. But you do have two critical successes there, so you could get two Aether Die back. You could do Ooh. two Alley-Oops if you wanted to. You could mix and match. Oh. A Tulioop. A Tulioop. A Tulioop. I mean, I would love a to get some Aether back, because I just spent everything that I have. Yeah, you do. Um... But I do like alley-ooping, because uh, I like to be a team player. Keep in but... mind, one and one. having gone all in for the rest of the mission, you can no yes. longer use your personal Aether Pool. True. Oh, so I wouldn't be able to use it anyways right. if I got it back. Okay, well then I'll just give two alley-oops. Okay. Uh, one for clever, because of course. Um, well, it's whatever tactic then... you used here. It's... Oh, I think it's just two boldlies. Great. Yeah. Well, then yeah, let's baby. do that. More bold. So, Hell yeah. So, Reed, in in giving up your your boldly alley oop, you instead now have two. It's the power of sharing. Yeah. Oh my guys, I feel like I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Game mechanic. I don't know yes. what it is, but I feel yeah. like I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do we get XP for that? <laughs> <laughs> we discovered something new. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oh Nabota nods and they will continue to move about overseeing the triage here and talk about how they've seen this sort of thing before. When a she-court abandons an enclave, it can be way more gruesome than this. This is not the worst that they've seen. So that is something. But this is They're something not. that they've experienced in the past, and the Storm's Repose is equipped to deal with this sort of thing. Yeah, they're not dropped into the most dangerous environment. Um, right. Without without warning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to know. Okay. And they will be composing a report to hand off to the Proctor, who will be informed about this. But, as far as you know, you are not implicated in what just happened here. The sense you get from the medical team is that everything here is very treatable. There is going to be a lot of trauma that needs to be untangled from some of these people. But the skills and abilities of the Storm's Repose medical team is vast. The whole reason there's a flying city in orbit is because you have a ton of people on that ship who are experts in a bunch of stuff to try to help a lot of people. Yeah. There are psychologists and uh, people who can help with this kind of trauma. There are people specifically trained in fey trauma because that's a whole psychiatric specialization in this setting. Oof. Those people are not you. Yes, thankfully. So you are thanked for finding this before it got bad. It could have been much worse because these people could have just wandered out and been danger to themselves and others. But you were able to pen in the situation and get these people the help they needed in a timely fashion. And after that, a few hours have passed. It is still that strange twilight fugue in District 997. The suns have moved, but it is kind of that same murky twilight here. And as the last of the medical teams fly off with their patients in tow, you are left with an invisible pixie somewhere nearby. Question. Mm -hmm. Really quick. Is there any signage on this place? Does it say House of the Undying Plague, or is it just... I believe it does. It does. More like industrial metal cut sign. But the pixies that used to swarm in and out of this building, you don't see any of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess I won't do it on the signage necessarily, but uh, once the place is, like, mostly cleared out, Florian is just gonna, like, put his hands on something that seems to have, like... I don't know, computer banks or if there are meta diving chairs at some point in some place in this facility. And I'm just going to fucking Aether Leech as much as possible out of it. Because A, he's all out and wants to vomit. And B, fuck this place. 
What you yes. quickly discover when you try to do that is that this place is dry. And quick wow, inspection even worse. leads you to discover two things. One, a lot of technology in here did not run on Aether. The fuck? It, mm. And you discover that the vast majority of the stuff in here, especially the more advanced Fey technology, has small but incredibly powerful holes burned through sections of this technology as though something inside these devices ignited and slagged everything important inside of them in some kind of tiny contained fission uh, reaction that yes. totally made every piece of technology in here useless as well as unpowered. Yes, uh, they wouldn't so be the fae if they didn't cover their tracks. How this plays out is Florian's like, okay, I'm gonna go top up, and then you hear from, like, a side room something fucking crashing <laughs> as he's just shoved over, like, a fucking computer bank. Like, this sucks! Damn it! <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the, like... the technology in here that was powered by Aether has also burned and is destroyed. Yeah. It seems as though, yes, when the court of body decided to withdraw from Asclipsis, they made sure none of their resources would be left behind for their enemies to use. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he just comes out grim and sweaty and pissed off. And this seems to confirm some rumors that some of you had heard, just in general knowledge about the Fae, that some of their technology runs on power sources that mortals do not understand. Hmm. The term nuclear physics is bandied about sometimes, and most folk go, why would you bother with that when Aether is so abundant? Seems dangerous. Could be Because it is. And so is Aether. Aha. Uh -huh. Can be. But yes, Oracle Zero, you now find yourselves free and clear of the medical teams, as well as the court of body, albeit for the time being. But an invisible pixie hovers nearby. If you're very quiet and you listen, you can hear the flapping of tiny wings near your head, Oswald. Mm. Yes. Lovely. As you now know that somewhere in District 997, there is an active server being run by Aegis Tech Solutions. And that is connected in some way to a meta-diving terminal that they have operatives running even now. In your service, you now have a pixie that will point you in the way of those meta-divers that will, in theory, lead you to their quote-unquote facility, which exists, it seems, only in the meta-net. Uh, it's my time to shine. <laughs> Unless the pixie is the warlock. Just throwing it out there. Could be. I shoot the, I shoot the pixie. <laughs> Just let me finish ripping this mad cotton outside. <laughs> but as you recover from this scene and steal yourselves for what comes next in your investigations, I think there's a good place to call it for now. As 
you are now hot on the trail of Aegis Tech Solutions and whatever bullshit they're up to here on Asclipsis. <laughs> Yay. But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs. Such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.